Big news, friends. Mega has a live show, which we will also live stream. It's going to be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles Saturday, March 16th, and it's a 4 p.m. matinee. We're going to have a lot of amazing guests, so get your tickets now by heading to our website, megathepodcast.com. And if you're a Patreon member, you get a discount. So join us live or virtually on March 16th and get your tickets now. You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door? That little kiss? Well, my freezer makes that kissing noise and I kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient. Delivered right to our doorstep, free shipping, always, and curated customized box plans. It saves me money and trips to the grocery store and I can meal plan for weeks at a time and I got leftovers to boot. Eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free, that's free, in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Thanks, ButcherBox. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, the Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we're giving our mega church. A tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff and our community. It's a treat and a treasure. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. Glow up for God, Hallie. How are you? <laughs> I am blessed, 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 blessed. How are you? What's going great. on with you? Well, I mean, it's been a tough week for my teens who came to Climax, oh. unfortunately. Yeah, you know, um, well, I invited a group of moms to come in and hand out some pamphlets. Now, have you ever heard of Mothers Against Drunk Driving? 
Well, sure. Yeah. Well, these these ones call themselves uh, mamas. Ooh. They're mothers against Molly assisted sex. Oh wow! And oh, I didn't really oh. know what that was, but I'm against sex uh, in general. So I was like, "Yeah, come on in." So I guess Molly is this new drug that all the teens want to do because it makes you feel amazing. It isn't addictive, and it helps you with trauma and PTSD and things like that. Is that right? But you know, it's completely illegal and um, not to be trusted. Sure. Unfortunately, I guess inside these pamphlets was just maybe too much information. Oh. Uh, you know, p- basically putting ideas in these kids' heads that they didn't even have in there before. So now I'm freaking out because I got visited by one of the sheriffs because they track all the Google search terms around the area. And they said that, you know, in a certain age group, basically the teenage age group, these kids are now Googling, how do I get Molly? How to make Molly using a high school lab? How to test Molly to make sure it's safe? Oh, and no. I'm going, I'm looking at the mama's going, hey, guys, you put a bit too much information in these pamphlets. So, you know, you open Pandora's box here. Sure. Because all these kids now just want to get their hands on it. And then, you know, one of the sheriffs told me, he said, yeah, you know, I busted a high school party the other week and it basically looked like an orgy scene from Caligula. Oh, what's and that? I have, well, I have no idea. Yeah, he said I used to be a film critic for the star. So, you know, he was making some film reference I never even heard of. Okay. But yeah, Hallie, I, that was a little bit. That was a little bit disappointing. But I didn't have a lot of time to deal with it because I I was at another Broadway show on my day off with my my, my lady friend uh, <gasps> Jay Hat Jay Haymaker. Yeah, Hat Maker, and uh, it was it was just so great. It was oh. so great. We went to a Broadway show again. Again? Yeah, we've just been going back and forth to New York. Oh, it's what been, did you see? Uh, we well, you know, I thought we were going to see Shrek. She said, you know, let's oh. go see Shrek. I guess uh, then we got to the show. It was called What the Constitution Means to Me. Not and, Shrek. Uh, no. Well, starring Heidi Shrek. Oh. And that's not what I thought we were going to see. And then, you know, it was pretty boring. Just kind of like a high school debate, one woman show. But, uh, you know, Jay Hat was really into that. She's really into lady stuff. So, you know, I had to kind of go along with it. And then we went out with a bunch of her friends, including this guy named Anthony, who I guess is on a popular show uh, right now. And, um, yeah, he was really nice, really, really handsome guy. And oh, cool. we just were, we're all hanging out. So it's, just, it's going great. You're hobnobbing with stars. I know. <laughs> you know, my, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned him before on the podcast, but my friend Clay, Clay Mason, Mason Bannerman, Bannerman, he's getting a little upset because I haven't been able to spend a whole lot of time, mm. you know, working on our projects and, um, and, you know, all the stuff that we had going on. And, and so he's getting a little bit titchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, That's you know. a hard thing about being paired up is that your friends feel slighted when you're with your partner and your partner feels slighted with your friends and it's a catch 22. I know. And I'm like, you know, Clay, get over it. This is huge for me. It's huge for me and it's huge for, you know, my brand. Just so, show CMB how many uh, uh, followers she has online. Oh, believe me, he stalks her all the time and trying to, to you know, see when I turn up in his stories. Anyway, she Hallie. She's majorly she, cool. Oh, she's so great. Hey, Hallie, how was your week? Oh, well, you know, just like you were talking about trying to like educate the kids um, as to the dangers of Molly, and then you accidentally educated them about the benefits and how to do it and why they would want to be into it. Um, I kind of got into a similar thing where I was trying to educate myself in my small group, and then I stumbled onto some info that was like, what? <laughs> um, it, my, in my small group, my Twin Hills small group, we're doing this devotional series about sin and atonement. Okay. And it's so awesome. And it's just a group of all gals, and we were... Um, 
So we're talking about the idea of original sin, and we were over at the Mancuso's house. You know, they have such a cool house. Oh, such a cool house. And two hot tubs. Yeah, two hot tubs. One that is just warm and one that's hot. I know. So one of the cold plunge jacuzzis. Yeah, yeah it's love so it. cool. And so we're over at the Mancuso's house, and Steph Beth Mancuso, she's so smart and sharp, and she was asking about, you know, all these things we're talking about of how, like, you know, sin needs to be punished, and, you know, that's why we need Jesus and all that stuff. And she was talking about, because the, the, one of the commentaries in our small group thing, it was talking about, well, this is the idea of original sin. And she's like, what is original sin? I guess I've never really thought about it. And where is it in the Bible? And we were like, oh, it's from the Garden of Eden story. Right. And she was like, no, it's not. It doesn't say anything about original sin there. That's just Adam and Eve getting cursed and cast out. But there's nothing about the idea that all human beings are born with a sin problem. And I was like, what? I guess I just attached it to that thing but I was like I looked and it wasn't in there and I looked it up and I looked at the concordance and everything and it wasn't in any of those places yeah but it's the first time you know that God is sort of dropping that OG sin kind of like the first time you put something up on SoundCloud or something it's like hey this is the first one everybody can sample it from here on out I know. And it would be cool, too, if there were like some New Testament references for that, because we always feel like those are a little tiny bit more applicable to us. And and so my small group, they're looking to me because they're like, well, you were taking these Koine Greek classes so you could understand the New Testament. And so I go home and I start looking around on Google and I'm trying to find where in the Bible we have the idea of original sin or even any reference to original sin. And guess what? It's not there. Well, and I'm like, this is the thing that has kept me up at night my whole life. And so much of my self-loathing and fear comes from knowing I have a sin problem and I need Jesus so desperately to atone for my disgusting sin. Well, what did you find on Google? Well, I found that, so you've heard of Augustine. He was maybe the first one to start poking around the scriptures and coming up with this idea about what was in there. And he started crafting this idea of original sin. And then over the centuries, theologians started like firming up that doctrine. And then in the Reformation, Martin Luther, well, he started adding his snowflakes to the snowball effect that had been going on. And his contribution is that he said, Martin Luther said, we're all guilty, like quote unquote guilty as just a state of being. And that's also not in the Bible. And then along comes John Calvin and he was like, okay, Augustine, okay, Martin Luther, I see your original sin and your guilt and I'm going to up the ante to total depravity. Oh, also a great band name. And uh, so, yeah, so Calvin was like, my contribution to keep the kids awake at night and to keep the adults in a constant state of like, you know, slight dread is I'm going to go so far is to add the idea of total depravity and the fact that we are all slaves to sin. That was John Calvin. It kind of feels like a cruel angle, but whatever it you know takes to keep people in line. But it really surprised me that the doctrine of original sin was developed in the fourth century, and it's based on all these dudes' ideas about the Bible, but it ain't in the Bible. Hallie, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to tell you to pull back for a second. Okay. Because what you're doing is, I'm not sure if it's helpful. Uh, thank you for being honest with me as a true friend, Gray. Plus, you know, Martin Luther died of constipation and Augustine was a chronic masturbator. So I don't know if you can really take that to the bank. Oh, is that right? Totally. Depravity. <laughs> When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you get a belly full of laughs and a head full of real information. 
Our gallimaufry of expert guests answer questions on stuff adults need to know. I have mold in my dwelling. What do I do? What's gerrymandering? What happens chemically when I fall in love? How do I handle a parent-teacher conference? What are microbes? Listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Solve problems, get laughs. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just like a very real hell awaits us if we don't call on the name of Jesus, our guest today is a hell awareness professional in the name of Jesus. Oh, it is my pleasure to introduce Claire Foreskin. Hello. Hello, Hallie. Hello, Gray. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Raising awareness for hell, Hellraiser. <laughs> Where my hell at? <laughs> that is such a funny thing. I Love remember it. the first time I saw some of uh, your posters around the hallways here, and it just said like, "Have you met the Hellraiser?" And I just was <laughs> like, "Okay, what is this?" Tell the audience a little bit about what you're doing around Twin Hills, because I think it's such a vital and important role that you have. Sure. Yeah. Well, hell is a very real place, um, and sometimes we tend to forget that in the hustle and the bustle of our everyday lives. And so, my job here as a member of our church is just to remind children specifically that hell is real and that they. Will go there if they don't get their hearts right with the Lord. <laughs> so awesome. Cool. I just think it's so neat that I believe God designed you for this. Even when he was knitting you together in your mother's womb and your whole life leading up to this has prepared you to be this hellraiser. Raising awareness about hell is very important, especially for children. We have to get them to understand this early on that this is real and it's coming for them, you know? Oh, yeah. And I just think that God made you to be such a like sweet, lovely, non-threatening, warm personality, beautiful girl so that nobody is frightened of you. You, you're the messenger, you know? Oh, sure, and I'm just a woman. That's right. You're yeah. just a girl in the world. And, girl. and so the message of hell is coming in this darling package that's very non-threatening, and but but you're very serious. And I mean, you stage events around campus that really change people's lives. Oh, sure. Yeah, and that means so much to me. That's something my husband said to me whenever we met. That's the reason he fell in love with me, that I'm very non-threatening. And so the fact that you see that in me too, Hallie, is a blessing. Oh, and yeah. um, 
yeah, I just, I, I love being part of this community. I love scaring the uh, bejesus out of kids, you know, and then scaring the Jesus yes. back into them. Yes. And that's what we do at the Hellraisers. I, yes. I love that. Well, so tell us a little bit about the Apocalypse Walk that you have coming up, because I think that's something that people are seeing awesome. uh, a lot of posters for. Awesome. And there's, you know, just the teasers for that you're putting up. So, and we're coming right up to Halloween. And I know that that is one of your, you know, most, um, what I would say, most fruitful times. So tell us a little bit about it. Sure. Yeah. We have been posters all around town in people's windows, on people's cars. Um, the, the Apocalypse Walk. So y'all know about the apocalypse, right? It's coming soon. We're in the end times, as That's we know. Totally. Yeah, I'm so excited for it. Me too. I cannot wait to be in our heavenly home. So um, a lot of times, kids and teens especially, they tend to forget that we're living in the very end times and that, you know, God can come back to get us any day now. And I hope it's soon. I hope it's today. Um, and so we just like to kind of prepare them for what to expect in the apocalypse if they don't get their hearts right with the Lord. And so that stuff like you know, fires, walking on glass, um, a never-ending cold. And so the apocalypse walk is kind of like a haunted house, but each room is a different level of the apocalypse. And you never know what you're going to get. We change it up every year. So, And this year is really scary. It's really scary. Oh, that is so great. And no spoilers, but I did see you all setting up some of the um, some of the things like going, you know, back around the back of the annex. And I am telling you, I was like, okay, what is this dump truck full of, you know, uh, it was kind of tar and gravel, I guess, uh, that was being dumped out all over the, the, the ground there. And I was like, this has got to be something for apocalypse walk. Sure. Yeah. So apocalypse walk, it's not even just about the apocalypse. It's all the stuff that you do in your life too, all the sins that you make that could lead you to go into hell in the apocalypse, right? So you kind of start at the beginning of your life when you're just a baby and you're sinning, you know, as a little baby. And then we take you through all the sins of your life. And the very end is, you know, the apocalypse when you go to hell. So yeah, the gravel was probably for the car accident from drinking and driving. Oh, right. Okay. That's what the wrecked car was. I wasn't sure if that was just somebody from the church. Yeah. So we went, we did, we stole some gravel uh, from a local gravel farm. And for the for the car wreck scene, and uh, I'm so my daughter's actually the car wreck victim this year, and I'm so proud of her. That is awesome. So kids, that's great. How many kids do you have? I have seven children. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my goodness! How old are they? Do you want me to start from the youngest and go to the oldest, or the, uh, or, you or, you know, or shotgun? Either way, we were okay. I know. Well, we have two that aren't yet born yet, but oh. we're planning on having them. But I do consider them as part of our family. Awesome. Okay. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we oh, have are you pregnant children. now? Or no, I'm not pre- pregnant. Yeah, we planned them though. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. So yeah, their God ages are somewhere between zero and yeah. I got, okay. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. We don't know how old they are yet, but um. So our five born children are three, five, five and a half, seven, and nine. Awesome. Amazing. Is that four? Or is that five? I'm not sure. I lost count. That's four. Okay. That's four. Okay. And so we do have a 16 year old daughter who will be the car wreck victim. Oh, that's oh, so okay. Cool. That is the one I was going to say. Yeah, was it, the, it was yeah. it the five or the five and a half? But it's going to be a. I've been trying to put her out of my awesome. mind because she is dead technically for the apocalypse. For the, for the apocalypse. Yeah. Walk. yeah. Oh I'm yeah. Are talking you like, to her at the house? Oh yeah. You don't acknowledge if she walks in a room or anything. You're just Nothing like, oh, like well, something. Yeah. Yeah. She's a ghost. Yeah. Well, that's good for her to see. Like, well, this is what it would be like if you drink and drive. All of a sudden, your family can't see you anymore because guess what? You're dead. Exactly. There's a there's a married with children episode like that where the I think the dog dies and they just um, step over the the where he usually laid. She yeah. usually laid. Do y'all uh, watch? I watched one episode. Sinful, sinful chef. Oh yeah. Well, because they're not representing a godly marriage on there, are they? You know, they're like at, picking at each other and stuff. You know, touching each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you know they act like that's maybe the way they kind of get turned on and like each other is by kind of giving each other guff and then getting all passionate. And I think a godly marriage is mostly where you know there's very little going on between the two of you. It's just a very peaceful kind of home. You know. Absolutely. The only show I watch is Be Positive on CBS. Anyway, so Claire, I guess I do uh, want to ask because you know some, and, and this isn't uh, this isn't a critique 
joke as much as it is. Uh, I'm truly curious. Do you think there is an age that is too young for these kids, or young people, to uh, to experience the hell walk uh, because or the apocalypse walk? Because you know, some some parents would say, "Hey, you know, my kid doesn't really need to know that yet," or "Hey, I sent my kid to apocalypse walk and they got PTSD," or "Hey, I'm not coming back because you know, I, you know, I've read, I've got some emails, etc." Just with concerned parents, so I want to make sure that I'm telling them, you know, it's sort of towing towing the line here. What do you say to people like that? Sure. Well, there is no age in which you cannot go to hell. And so there is no age in which you cannot go on the apocalypse walk. Okay. I mean, my two children that aren't even born yet, they know all about the apocalypse walk and our volunteers because there's, they could go to hell at any time. And so they need to make sure they're right with the Lord. Um, and so we do get a lot of those messages though, of people, my kids in therapy, blah, blah, blah. Personally, I don't believe in therapy. Okay. So, you know, those don't really work on me. So try something else. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that is something that has always kind of grieved my heart, but it just is what it is that the Bible tells us very clearly. If you don't call on the name of Jesus, you don't get into heaven. So if a baby ends up dying, you know, in their car carrier or whatever, in a terrible drunk driving accident, which happens every day, guess what? That baby goes to hell because they weren't able to say the name of Jesus yet, you know, because the little dang thing can't even read or write or talk yet so and that should scare everybody it scares me i love that i love that at the gate last year you had you have to be this tall to to, to go on the apocalypse walk and it was just a sheet of paper on the ground and i thought that was such a great kind of visual of being like yeah if if, if, if it's all within the sheet of paper you're going in here and you're gonna learn something exactly that's a little joke i like to do that is a great joke thank you do you have names picked out for the unborn children we do have names picked out um they are Catherine ray oh, um that. yeah Catherine ray that's a girl and um, one of them will be a girl because we're having two and there are two genders. And I prayed specifically for a girl and a boy. Oh. And the boy's Aww. name will be Todd. Oh, oh, I love the name Todd. What a great name. Yeah, it's just such one of those names that you really remember. It really is. It speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you know the origin of the name Todd. This one is real. I, I always thought this was so cool because my husband, Lance Labonte, his middle name is Todd. And um, Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. And Todd comes from, you know how sometimes when you pack a sandwich and it kind of gets a little too mushy, like maybe you did a little too much jelly. Yeah, and, the bread, out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. and then your bread, the consistency of your bread gets kind of like soggy and it becomes unappetizing and you're like, I'm not going to eat this for lunch. So you end up doing something out of the vending machine. And then what you do is you feel bad throwing away good food. So you bring the Sammy back home because you didn't end up eating it. But you're like, I'll put it in the fridge. I'll revive it. I'll end up eating it. And at some point you feel guilty about it for a really long time. And you end up saying, you know what? I got to throw this in the trash can, but I'm not going to throw it on the top of the trash can because I don't want the kids to see that I'm throwing away good food because that's not good practice. What I'm going to do is I'm going to move some of the garbage so that the sandwich can fall all the way to the bottom. And when it does, that soggy sandwich hits the bottom of the trash bin and it goes, Todd. And that's the origin of the name Todd. And you know, wow, I've learned something today. Aren't we all Todd's at the bottom of the trash can? We're all soggy sandwiches hitting the bottom of that barrel. Oh, we are. I mean, that's how God sees us. Yeah. We are Todd's without God. That's right. That's right. Todd's without God. But after Jesus and the redemptive nature of the blood on the cross, you know what? We're going to have a second life as a soggy sandwich. You know what I mean? And I'm so excited to be in heaven with you, Claire. I'm so excited that you've devoted your life to really scaring people straight and getting them on the straight and narrow so we can all celebrate in heaven together. It's so important. Claire, how did you meet your husband? Because, uh, you know, I obviously like, I just think it's awesome to have such this dynamic and godly marriage. And I also just uh, wondered about that last name too, because I'm I'm just, you know, it is a bit, it, it, it is a, an, an interesting last name. Sure. Um, so I met Mark David, um, let's see, I guess 20 years ago. So I was about uh, 17, 16, 17. And um, we met. So I used to, um, the thing about Mark David is that he picked his last name himself. I don't know oh, if really? y'all know, you can actually do that. You can, yeah, his last name used to be Green. It just used to be Green with an E at the end, sinful. Oh, um, and so his name is uh, Foreskin. Um, heavy on the skin because Mark David loves skin. He he loves skin. He's a dermatologist. Oh. Um, very wealthy. Thank you. Um, wow. So I used to actually 
be a, um, I used to do that back before I was saved some hand modeling oh, for yeah. a jewelry shopping network on the TV. Awesome. Yeah. And I got an infection, a staph infection from getting my nails done. I had to go to the dermatologist and I met Mark David. He was oh. actually married at the time. So funny. Um, oh, wow. And God rest her soul. Yeah. So we, um, we've been blessed. He's a great guy. Oh, oh that is so cool. So really the last name was, it was a business decision. It was. It, it, and, and it's funny because Mark David, his initials are MD, you know, so right. he's Dr. Dr. Foreskin. That's what I call him. Dr. Dr. Foreskin. He well, loves it's it. A he positive, laughs. It's a positive name. He's not against skin. He's for skin. He's you got to get in here. He, this guy is for skin. He is going to get your skin in shape. It's our biggest organ. It's our largest, most godly organ. Without our skin, what are we? Same. Terrifying. Yeah. 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 And speaking of terrifying undead, I I heard that you hired the makeup artist for Fear the Walking Dead. You brought them all the way up from Atlanta to Indy to make everybody look very dead. I'm sure your 16-year-old daughter's going to have gashes in her face and her jawbone missing or something because these zombie makeup artists can make people look like anything, orc demons, all of it. It's crazy what Roy can do. I mean, he is already, like our daughter, like I said, is dead at our house. So she's just doing, you know, going through all the stages of, you know, decay. And so... Um, it is terrifying. I see her and I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm like, you're okay. You know, I have to remember, I can't talk to her, but I do remember that she is alive. So, um, but it's scary every morning. It's scary every morning, which is how I like to start out my mornings. He's so talented. Like some homosexual people are so talented. And I think that's something we need to remember as a church community is, you know, like we need to accept them. And I, you know, I'm just a regular, uh, Tammy Faye faker, you know, cause I love my gay friends so much. And Roy, if you're listening to this, I do love you. And I don't think you're going to hell for this. You might for something else, maybe, but not for, right. not for who you love. I mean, hate the sin, love the talent. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I love the way he can make people look dead. I also wanted to tell you, I know you recruited Gary Perry from um, right out of Brett Schmidt's hands in the props department. And he's been building all your sets in the Apocalypse Walk. But And I know he goes by Scary Gary Perry this time of year. Scary Gary Perry. <laughs> he made this interactive part of the Apocalypse Walk where these dementor kind of demons come rushing at your face. And the first time he tried it out, it scared him so bad. He had a heart attack and he's been in critical care ever since. I mean, how are you going to so replace Scary you. Perry? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, we put out a call on Craigslist to replace Scary Gary Perry. Um, so, you know, if you're listening to this and you... Uh, think you have what it takes we are doing auditions but yeah that's one of our one of my most favorite rooms is the the demon room it's funny because right before the kids walk into that room we have people you know coming down from like the 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 intercom saying things like boobs penis to make them think about like a boob or a penis and then once they think those thoughts the demons pop out to teach them you can't be thinking those thoughts you know you gotta block those out and so it really scares the boob and the penis right out of them and that's what we want to do with our apocalypse wow yeah yeah, I, i I think that is really just, it's a visceral image. And I think sometimes you've really got to confront people with Mm -hmm. the most visceral imagery Uh you can. And speaking of that, and I hate to bring up a sore subject because it actually does look really painful. And I did notice kind of the skin is gone on your hand. Is that from the staph infection that, you know, you got from the, from, from the manicure? Yeah, um, it it is from the staph infection. He took a little extra because like I said, Mark David loves skin, you know, Mm -hmm. especially my skin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he, we do have some in the freezer to give to our um, our grandkids one day because our skin isn't going to look this way forever. It's going to get old and saggy and not, not, yeah, I'm so sorry. But if you take some skin now from a place that, you know, people don't look at a lot, like your hand or your neck, you know, take some skin and then you can remember what you looked like whenever you were at your most beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry if I pointed that out at first, I thought it was a makeup thing. Like for the, for, but and then I'm going, hey, wait a minute, that actually looks like a scar, and it doesn't look like the skin completely healed. So no, no, it didn't. The skin didn't oh. completely heal, and neither do we. And Isn't that right? We invite Jesus into our hearts. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so awesome. I've heard that nowadays, and I'm sure you know. Uh, 
your husband, Dr. Forskin MD, deals with this all the time, but I've heard that the, where the money is at in dermatology nowadays is in the Botox and the fillers and that, you know, he can make upwards of $100,000 a day when he's doing the fillers and stuff. And so it just really makes anybody who has some skin cancer or needing a skin graft, it sort of leaves them out because it just isn't very like uh, lucrative for, for doctors to, you know, treat, you know, medical problems with the skin nowadays. Yeah, it, you're right about that. And a lot of medical problems with the skin can actually be fixed by, you know, with prayer, by getting your community to okay. pray for you. Okay. And so that's what we do suggest to people who feel like they might have a skin cancer, you know, a, a, a lesion or something that's boiling, bubbling over. He does make a lot of money with the Botox. We're actually doing a Botox drive this Saturday oh. at the church. It, yeah, it's oh, a drive through so Botox drive. Oh, I was wondering about that because I was like, is it a drive for people who, who for the, you know, for less fortunate people who need Botox or, or, or is it, it is, is it, it first is. come first serve? Well, it's for the less fortunate as long as they have the money. It does cost money. So, oh, but right. if you're less fortunate, as long as you do have the money, you can get the Botox. Um, you don't have to get out of your car or anything. A lot of people are confusing it for a, a vaccine drive through. We just want to say it's no. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's We're right, not doing vaccines. Right. Yeah, yeah. This no, is no a good vaccines. needle. No, 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 yeah. This is a good needle doing good things. Now, uh, I did, and I hate to bring up another sore subject, which is, you know, I've heard that a lot of people are doing um, these, uh, using stem cells, uh, you know, pumping the face and the skin full of stem cells. Where does he stand on that? Because I'm just terrified that we're basically grinding up little babies and putting them in needles in people's faces. Yeah, um, he, we, we don't condone that, you know, the, okay, the grinding up of little babies and putting them in people's faces. No, um, we don't do that ourselves. You know, so we, we aren't really responsible for like what other people might do. And you know what I mean? So like we don't condone it. We do con, con, use it. That's what we say. We don't condone it. We do con, use the stem cells, but we don't, we don't, we're not grinding up the babies ourselves. That, if that's what you're asking, we would never. No. Oh, no. Never. How would you even do that? Would I mean, in a Vitamix? I don't know. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I'm, I, now that I'm glad you mentioned the Botox tent in the parking lot this week because I might do it. If it's just a drive through I, I don't might know, do Hallie. it because I feel terrible about myself and my parents all you the should. time. Why yeah. not try it, right? You should try it because you, I mean, honestly, we all should feel terrible and embarrassed about the way that we look. You yes. know, this is not what God wanted us to look like. This is the way the world has made us look. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. but the Botox will bring you back to what God wanted you to look like and why he made you. He didn't make, he didn't want us. Why would he make a bunch of ugly people to look at? You That's know, right. he wants to be attracted that. to his yeah. children. Yeah. So come get your Botox. Hallie. We'll give you, we'll give you 10% off. And that would make, let me get my calculator out. Um, just sorry, with not discount, numbers. Just with discount code foreskin or what? Yeah. Discount code foreskin, um, F O R E skin. And, um, so with your discount, it would just be eighteen thousand nine hundred for a full face. Okay, let me let me check let me check with my husband Lance Lamont. We'll do Apple Pay and we'll do checks. Oh, cool. Okay. I mean, my son Day, he's a teenager, so you know he's trying to be um, he's difficult. And he he I had a birthday this summer, and he was like, "Mom, don't feel bad about aging. I mean, aging is a beautiful thing." And I said, "Day, nobody wants to see a woman who's aging. It's just reminding everyone that we're dying. Look at her; she's closer to death. I don't want to look at that." And he said, "Mom, that's a terrible way to look." At at it. Not only is it going to keep you suffering, he said, aging is a great privilege, mom. What? Like a lot of oppressed people groups never wow. get to become grandparents and see their, uh, see their ancestors and, and share their wisdom. They don't get to get old. And in our culture, we have the privilege of aging and all we do is shame it the whole time. And I was like, I don't know what what the what? <laughs> I said, I know you're speaking English because those all sound like English words, but you put them together and honey, it's making no sense. I hope he wasn't sniffing. I mean, no, no offense. Day sounds dumb. Thank you. Thank you. This is why teenagers, honestly, and no offense to your 16 year old who's got on the zombie makeup.
makeup, but I think all teenagers between the ages of, I'd say, 14 and 18 at the very least, we should just treat them like they're dead. They walk into the room. We don't see anything. We don't hear anything. We step I over agree. them like the dog. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. That's It builds character, you know, or else they think the world revolves around them and it does not. It revolves yeah. around the man of the, the head of the household, <laughs> That's you know, right. and the next right. one is us, and That's right. they come last. And when everything a teenager says is stupid, Dumb. we should just not indulge it. You know what I mean? We don't have time for that. We're trying to get souls into heaven. How old is day? I know, right? You know, something that really struck me, Claire, is just how awesome it is to have someone like you who's so on fire and so on fire for, for the fire that you, you, you're talking about. And what I do want to know, and I don't ask this a lot because I think it's really a personal thing, but if you could tell us briefly how you came to know Jesus and Christ specifically in your life, because I think that's really important because, you know, by the time you get to the end of that apocalypse walk, I think we just need to know like, hey, this is the answer. And when you, we've got somebody like you here, I just want my kids to know like, hey, this is somebody that made the right choice. What, what's your story? Sure. So I first met crossed when I was, um, we took a break like there during my, my hand modeling years, but the first time I met him, I was seven years old, oh, um, yes. at my church, my con- Concord, I was a Methodist, sorry, I was a Methodist for a while. Um, um, and we, so they would have communion there and it was always so delicious. And they would say, you know, this is cross body. This is cross blood, but his body was a hot dog bun and his blood was Welch's grape juice. And it tasted so good. And I said, whose blood is this? And they said, Jesus cross. And I was like, I got to know. And so that's when I was like, I will be, you know, um, your, your girlfriend. I mean, you're, we're, we're his girlfriends and boyfriends, right? Oh yeah. And we're the, the bride of Christ. Yeah. We're the bride of Christ. So that's right. We're the bride of Christ. And that's when, that's, that's when we started dating. Oh. <laughs> That is awesome. That is so awesome. Delicious. Well, if he stole your heart at the age of seven, that must be why you are so determined to scare young children because you can see how impressionable they are. Jesus got your heart as a seven-year-old and it changed the whole course of your life, except for a little break there, which we all have, you know. I mean, everybody's got to have their spiritual rumspringer of sorts, I guess, or little years of rebellion or ignorance or whatever. But I just think it's so cool that now, and we should also let the audience know that it's not just the apocalypse walk. You know, everybody expects us to do a big thing for Halloween and to use this opportunity to scare people into heaven and all of that because it's very real and it's a time that the world is focusing on ghouls and goblins and everything and we're like okay well we can tell you that that's actually real and they're called demons uh, yeah, and we'll satanic forces that. yeah yeah and and the, yeah. Ba- the battling army of darkness is very real so of course we're supposed to do it at halloween it's expected but what i love about you claire is that you go year round you find ways uh, all 12 years months out of the year to find ways to creatively scare people on campus in ways that they're not expecting and that directs them to heaven absolutely i do um i as part of our outreach program, I do go undercover as a high schooler at the schools um, and I befriend the students and then I, you know, turn on them, right? When they least expect it. Um, like a mean girl, like the movie Mean Girls. Have you uh-huh, seen mean girls? Awesome. Um, so I take a lot of my cues from that. I do send them like threatening text messages. I know what you did last summer. I take a lot of cues oh. from that movie, you know, just to let them know that somebody is watching them, right? And so they better be doing the Christian, the Christianly thing all the time. So I, I do that. I, um, I've broken up people's parents before and made sure that they, you know, thought it was their fault. Just, just to all of these things, you know, Builds character. We're all about building character here um, with Hellraisers. And, um, you know, whenever they get to the pearly gates, God's going to God's going to judge their character and their character. It's going to be right. a good one. Oh, that's, that's right. So well, I think I mean, you do you do Botox? I'm sorry if that's a personal question. 
Do I do Botox? Like, do I do I take it? Yeah, in your face because your face, you look like you're probably, I mean, your face looks 14 years old. Oh, I know. Yeah, I do take it on my face. Um, and I take it on my face, I would say like once or twice a week to, on my chin, on my nose, my forehead, like my eyes. I've taken it in my eyes before. Oh, okay. wow. And, and Mark David just, he shoots it there and I take it. Wow. Oh. Well, it's skin. working. And and I mean, how else are you going to be able to integrate yourself into a high school and go unnoticed as a, as a woman of seven, you know, to pass as a high school kid and uh, as a woman yeah. of seven children. Oh, sorry. right. Well, sorry. you know, Saved at seven, mother of seven. I think that's so cool. It works both like, ways. Yeah, it's so like, crazy. I mean, and seven, seven is a recurring a, number. It's and a seven number. is God's and number. seven is God's number. That's but right. I heard that you tried to pass this past weekend as a Climax kid and that you were in the girls' bathroom right here on campus um, right before the Climax uh, program began and that you waited until there were the most girls in the bathroom possible and then you looked in the mirror and just started screaming Candyman and all the girls took off running and as soon as they ran back into the Climax room, all the lights went black and everyone started screaming and it was total mayhem. And great, did you do that big like weird backlight that made a... a a, a big shadow appear on the stage with like one of yeah. those hacksaw things and then they just got so scared and then you used it as a teaching tool to direct them toward heaven? Hallie, I'm not going to say anything. I wasn't involved. <laughs> oh my God. He was involved. You know, Brittany Lee is still missing. I know. So if you'll see her, do, do call her mom and let her know. She well, got so scared. Yeah, you run into the woods and these things happen. I mean, it happened. people think, oh, someone's missing, someone's missing. What's always happening is they're having a psychic break and as soon as they're able to function, they'll be back. You know what they'll I mean? Back. She yeah. probably started her period, you know, back in the yeah. old days we yeah. used to go whenever we had her period. Yep. So I still do sometimes just go to the woods just yep. so people won't have to be around me. So she'll come back. She'll, she knows where she eats. You know, she's like a cat. Cats, if you leave the milk out by the door, they'll come back home. And so we've been doing that yeah. for Brittany around the neighborhood. Um, oh my God, sorry. Give me one second. I'm getting some text messages from all, from, from Catherine Ray and Todd. They're so cute. Oh, the, oh, oh, the, wow. unbo- the, the unborn children? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some new pics from, oh my God. Okay. Okay, I do have to run. I do have to run. They are have, they're making mac and cheese in there. <laughs> And they're having trouble with the stove. You should put them in the anti-abortion part of the apocalypse walk that has all of the unborn babies in there. I, well, they'll have to audition. They'll oh. have to audition. Blair Foreskin was played by Blair Erskine. She's a writer for Jimmy Kimmel Live and is the undisputed queen of Twitter. Follow her at Blair Erskine. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 